In this episode, Rafi Shahid of Canary Engineering sits down with Don Pearson to talk about the influence of inductive automation and ignition on his career. Rafi discusses his earlier experiences right out of school, his introduction to ignition, how ignition paved the way for his business, and the relationships he has built along the way. He also provides insight to the challenges and opportunities he has experienced and what the future holds for Canary. This is Inductive Conversations with our host, Don Pearson, speaking with our guest, Rafi Shahid, founder and VP of engineering at Canary Engineering. Well, hello, everyone. My name is Don Pearson. Welcome to our program today. I'm joined by Rafi, and I want to start, Rafi, by just uh, giving you an opportunity to tell us a little bit more about uh, about yourself so we can sort of set the table a little bit for our discussion this afternoon. First of all, Don, uh, thank you so much for giving me this opportunity to speak with you. Um, uh, Rafi Shahid, born and raised in Karachi, the largest city of Pakistan. Uh, for those who are aware of the popular culture in the U.S., uh, Kumail Nanjiani is from the same city. <laughs> Went to school uh, here all the way up to my undergrad. Then uh, for my master's degree, pursued my master's degree uh, in the U.S. in New Jersey, uh, the New Jersey Institute of Technology. I got a master's degree. In, I've got an undergraduate degree in um, industrial electronics and then a master's degree in engineering management and robotics. Um, that's where I kind of started my journey with ignition that's great you know i think i might want to a comment i said i think i might have said good afternoon to everybody but i have to also say that i know that um it's really late where you are i'm comfortably <laughs> sitting in afternoon right after lunch in california but um what time is it where you are it's 1 a.m in the morning uh in karate in, in the morning and you have and you have a smile on your face. I'm going to give you uh, high praise for that. High praise. Thank you. Much, much appreciated. Hey, listen, let's let's take a look at the beginning. Um, I happen to know because I met you many, many years ago at one of our uh, uh, initial, maybe it was the first uh, initial community conferences in Folsom. But let's talk about the beginning of how you got your start in integration and what was it about integration and the and the career path you took through your education and your master's degrees, what was it that really appealed to you as a profession? Well, as a kid, I always uh, was one of those kids that, you know, really, ha you know, grab a screwdriver and start to open up their, you know, remote control cars and always are looking to fix things or make things. Um, I started with uh, my 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 grandfather was in the textile machinery business. So when um, every time a new machine came into Pakistan, he had me go and work with the engineers as a young, you know, middle school, high school kid. Uh, that's where I got interested into PLCs and automation first. And then as part, you know, during a break between uh, uh, what you'd call the second and the third year of high school, I had a break, a summer break. And then that's where I took an PLC programming class. They wouldn't admit me saying that I was too young to take that class. And my grandfather kind of went in and, uh, you know, talked to them and kind of like, I wouldn't say forced them, but actually talked them into kind of convinced them into making sure that I got into that class. So that's where I first got my, uh, started my PLC programming uh, with the old Siemens S7 300 series back in the day um, as a high school student. Wow, you did that in high school? Yeah, a long time back. But, um, and then, you know, that's where the interest started. 
um, that got my undergraduate uh, and then master's. And then as soon as I graduated from a master's degree, uh, part of my master's degree, I got introduced to Ignition. Right out of master's, I got a job with a, with a system integrator in New Jersey. Um, and then, the, I mean, it's, I've never looked back. Wow. Wow. You probably said it in passing, but I miss it. Well, what was your, I know, obviously your grandfather helped uh, sort of smooth the path for you as a high school student to get into PLC programming class, but what was his profession? What did your grandfather do? My grandfather was in the textile machinery business. So he would um, sell international textile machines in Pakistan, which would okay. be, um, you know, also textile machines in, in uh, actually from the, um, from the cotton belt in the in 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 the U.S. So as the textile industry um, was getting older, so he they used to take secondhand machines from the U.S. market, especially the Carolinas, and then it was exported to Pakistan to set up textile mills here. And that's the business that he was basically in, uh, oh, wow. buying up old machines in the U.S. and then having them installed in Pakistan. And um, that's one of the businesses he was in. But oh, okay. again, those machines had to be. Um, set up automated all the all the all that stuff sure so that's why i got my initial uh, exposure to automation sure no i understand it's generational for you it's generational goes back that's great yes well let's shift a little bit then tell me about your experience you said you started working with an integrator right uh right out of college there in uh in new jersey um tell me a little about you started working with ignition and inductive automation for the first time uh you know, how did you find it? How did you end up with the integrator? Um, and what were you what were you and or the integrator trying to accomplish at the time that included Ignition? Well, I first got introduced to Ignition as part of my master's degree. Um, I was doing a master's project for the integration of uh, a robot, uh, a PLC, and then looking for a platform to integrate uh, for a front end. Uh, I came across Ignition during that time. Um, uh, so I integrated Ignition with a robot uh, and then a Fartec PLC. That's how I kind of got introduced to Ignition as part of my, uh, at NGIT. Uh, then got my first job uh, with Ignition um, with a system integrator in, in New Jersey called Connell Industries. Um, and my first Ignition industrial deployment was actually uh, at a breakfast products facility, uh, a major breakfast products facility uh, in New Jersey. Um, so that's how I you know, got first introduced to Ignition and then helped the deploy Ignition in, in that facility. Well, I also happen to know because one of our top integrators across the world is ATS Global. And I know you've had some interaction working with them, uh, helping to train their people on how to use Ignition. I'm curious as to how, from where you, I don't know where that training occurred, but what part of the world, but from where you are over there to getting involved with ATS Global where did the training occur and what were you doing with that? Uh, that's a very interesting story. Um, what happened was, well, um, there was a plant in, uh, there was an automotive glass plant that had closed down in, in Australia and that someone, some company in Pakistan had bought it and that was being moved over to Pakistan because there was no more automotive manufacturing industry in Australia at the, um, um, at the moment or at that time. So the company uh, the, the company ATS showed up. I had pitched Ignition to that company that was setting up this plant in Pakistan. And uh, 
um, the gentleman who, who I made the presentation to, the owner of the company, just called me up a few weeks after that. He's like, hey, I've got a few people here. Uh, they're trying to sell me something. Could you come in and have a look? Um, I'm like, sure. Like, when? He's like, right now. So I got ready, got into my car, and 30 minutes later, I just happened to have this demo kit at the time that I carry with me. I just picked up that demo kit and just got into my car and drove there 15, 20 minutes later. I was there at the office. I meet these two gentlemen. Uh, later, I find out both are from ATS. So I'm like, what are you guys pitching them that this guy has just called me in right away? Oh, they we're selling them a certain software for monitoring. And I'm like, what, what software? It's like Ignition. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> I just pitched that to them a few weeks ago. Lo and behold, we find out they're also pitching Ignition. Uh, ATS is also pitching Ignition to this client. And we've already pitched Ignition to this client. We start having a conversation about Ignition and how it works and everything with Armin, uh, the gentleman who leads the uh, Australian operations uh, of ATS. And then I take out my kit and open that up um, and I show them the Alexa integration we'd done with Ignition. So basically you could tell Alexa and change tag values in Ignition and vice versa uh, and have uh, ask Alexa what the tag values of certain processes are. We had a detailed discussion about an hour and a half. The customer was just sitting in the corner listening to us. And me and Armin just chatted for about, I want to say, a half an hour, maybe even an hour. Uh, we had the longest discussion. And then a few months later, they, um, we, we started, uh, we did a project together in Bahrain. And then uh, uh, I was invited to come and train their team in Indonesia. And then uh, went out to their offices in Australia also. Um, did a few trainings for ATS on behalf of ATS in Singapore. Um, and uh, that's how the relationship um, grew. Uh, this past year, uh, when we celebrated our 10 years, uh, ATS and Canaria, we set up a separate company to sell ATS products in Pakistan um, as a partner of ATS. So we signed that agreement. This We officially shook hands at the last ICC, but we signed the agreement okay. this past December. So that's the memorable yes, yes. picture. One of the pictures back here is the uh, it oh. has, is ATS and uh, Pakistan uh, and Canaria uh, signing that uh, agreement. I actually am so glad to hear that. Actually, I mean, I I wasn't aware that uh, that Canaria and ATS had had that agreement signed and that it actually happened at the Ignition Community Conference. That's fantastic. I also uh, I, that's one of the pictures you're saying in your collage back there on your uh, <laughs> screen. Okay, all right. So I just want to shift a little bit on, on the subject of Ignition and your integration business. Can I, um, you know, I'm a little bit biased since I've been involved as chief strategy officer since uh, the beginning of uh, inductive automation. But um, we find that our founder, Steve Heckman, being an integrator of 25 years before starting inductive automation and the development of the platform was very committed to make sure that the product was user friendly for integrators. They could build a business around it. They could scale it, their investment, and we would give them the tools they needed to learn the product with Inductive University, all the things that have been built out, platform utilization, Inductive University, unlimited licensing, things that would make it better for an integrator. Can you talk a little bit about the role from your viewpoint that Ignition has played in building your integration business? Let me first mention another story. I first... Uh... 
met Travis at uh, a training in Pennsylvania in Prince of Prussia. Um, Travis, that was Travis's first trip to the, well, to Pennsylvania and then his first trip out to New York. So uh, I want to bring that training, when you mentioned training, that's the first training, inductive training I got back in the day, almost 10, 11 years ago. Uh, wow. You so were one of the very early start... people when we were still oh, training. Yeah. We were still training out of the, um, we were, you know, going out and doing training remotely like that before we started bringing it in-house. Wow. <laughs> so uh, that's, uh, that happened, and then obviously we did the deployments and everything grew. But for us to grow the company without the uh, now, when you mentioned inductive uh, university, that's been a that was the when initially they that was launched at the conference. I realized that was a game changer. That took the that took a lot of effort or the class the the financial aspect of the business changed. Uh, the ability to learn the software became it, it became a faster process. So let me phrase it like that. It became a much faster process to learn Ignition and the time and effort that needed to be put in to become good at Ignition was reduced significantly because of that availability of Inductive University. We were able to train more, more and more of our team and it still remains one of the most important tools in our uh, when you're bringing in new engineers into our company, that still remains one of the most important tools in our arsenal when we're bringing people up to speed and we can identify which kid uh, is going to become a great engineer uh, and be an amazing uh, addition to our team. So inductive university for us has been a, has been a real, real help, especially grooming young talent. That's great. That's great. Along that line, uh, and you mentioned Inductive University, but you know, you've also followed um, Inductive Automation for quite some time, as you mentioned. You're going back a decade plus for sure. Yes. Um, over that time, I think you've been to almost all the ICCs. We just had our 10th one coming on number 11 this year. What, um, what, are, what are some things with that much perspective that stand out over the years maybe that were significant to you or important to you, just in anecdotally or more broadly? The focus on the customer. The customer being the end customer or the end user of Ignition and or uh, the customer being the system integrator. Um, I've never had a support request or um, a quote request delayed or, 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 or you know, um, Definitely never denied, but definitely never delayed either. Anytime I had a question that could, it could get answered, it was answered. Um, and I've had amazing, I've been a, a shout out to my account rep, Myron. I, I mean, for 11 years or 10 plus years, he's been my account rep. And I've, uh, I've developed an amazing relationship with him over the past 10 plus years. So um, that, that customer focus, I think, would be something an amazing product, yes. Obviously, there has to be an amazing product, but but the focus on the customer has uh, has definitely uh, been something that stands out to me. I, I want to take a look at that word on the screen behind you there, because uh, I happen to know I've heard a little bit about this. So you have a very interesting story about the name of your company, and it has a background to it that I find uh, fascinating, and I think it would be interesting for our listeners. Could you? share that story well yes uh earlier i mentioned my grandfather uh, uh 
So that story stems from that. Um, our grandparents immigrated from in, uh, when when partition happened in the subcontinent. I my grandparents immigrated from the uh, India to Pakistan when when the new country was formed. Um, my grandfather first started a company, uh, and it was called Zona Corporation, Z-O-N-A. The name actually came from his mother's name and his father's name. So that was Zohra, Z-O, came from that. And uh, N-A, Nawab, actually came, was the first two letters of his father's name. So it was his mother's name and then his father's name. That's how the first company uh, my grandfather formed came into being. But it's still around. Uh, 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 one of my grandfather, well, my mother's uncles uh, run uh, that company. Uh, and then when my grandfather, uh, my, my uncle started his company, it was called uh, Cash International, K-A-S-H. Uh, Kamila being my grandmother's name and Shamsi being my uh, my grandfather's name. So that's grandmother's name and then father's name, Kamala Shamsi, Cash International. Uh, and then it came time for me and uh, to start an uh company. Um, so I had to use my mother's name, which is Naila, and then my father's name, which is Kam Kamar. Um, now realizing that my, f when, when we're, and, and, and I had an aunt uh, who, who was uh, very close to us, passed away due to cancer. So we'd like, we, I wanted to keep her memory uh, alive also. So, so I was like, Kanare, oh, sorry. <laughs> I was like, Q-A, N-A, and R-E. How do I fit, fit these together? Well, According to tradition, my mother's name, N.A., should have come first. But when I was using my mother's name up front, it was becoming Nakare Engineering, which is basically the Urdu word is, use, you know, the Urdu words translated is uh, useless. So instead of calling my company Useless Engineering, it had to become Kanare Engineering. So that's how I broke away slightly from the tradition, having to put my father's name in front. But uh, that's how this kind of came into being. I see. Well, I do think that Canary as a name is better than useless engineering. So that's probably <laughs> good. It's a marketing tool. Calling yourself useless was probably not uh, such a good idea. No. You know? Good. Right. Thank yeah. you. I think that's a fascinating story. And, and you will have that pa uh, pass that tradition on as uh, any of your any of your offspring start companies. They have to carry on the family tradition and name them that way. That's great. So uh, when you think of inductive automation and ignition, um, how has that helped you achieve something? I know you're in the integration business, what have you been able to achieve and how has ignition helped you in achieving that? I mean, the friendships I've formed, I think that is the biggest achievement. I mean, obviously people, financial gains and starting up your own company or multiple companies. But I think the number of friends I've gained or the context I've created in the past 10 years due to inductive um, has been amazing. Um, sitting here today, I mean, giving this interview to you, I, that wouldn't have happened had I not, you know, taken, uh, you know, not gotten introduced ignition in my, in my master's degree, worked with it. I mean, it's 10 years down the line, but at that time, I had no idea this is where, where I'll be sitting. Uh, yeah. The connection with, uh, the connection with uh, ATS, um, the trainings in, in Australia, that wouldn't have had, happened. Interesting story. My grandfather went to school. Uh, he got his undergrad from Australia, and I was able to visit his university when I was there in with ATS Australia. It was a two hours, two and three hour drive from 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 ATS's office. But I was the only grandkid who's ever been, you know, back to his university. Uh, so That's many years great. later. 
that was very lucky in that. So, so for me, that those things are the biggest achievement. The ability to, I mean, having traveled to Singapore, having traveled to Indonesia, having traveled to Australia, I go to the US, I mean, a couple of times a year just because of this business to kind of meet with our clients in the US and, and obviously come to the ICC. So uh, for me, the achievement is the amount of travel I've been able to do because of this um, business and because of this um, relationship with Inductive. Uh, we started, we became the distributor of Opto22 this past year um, mm-hmm. because we were introduced to Opto22 through Ignition and ICC. Um, and then we obviously relationship with ATS has been a big one of, uh, that's come out of uh, that's come out of this ten uh, year relationship. Sure. No, that's that's great. I appreciate you sharing that 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 evolution, if you will. So we have I know you already know this, but for the benefit of our listeners here, um, we have a international distribution program, which we are expanding uh, so that we can have a better ability to work with time zones and cultures and uh, regulations and stuff inside uh, local jurisdictions around the world. Um, and so we have distributors around in, in Italy and Norway and France and South Africa and Australia. But we recently, Clarion Solutions was recently named our authorized ignition distributor in the Middle East uh, and North Africa. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know you've done some work with them. Could you maybe tell us a little bit about that relationship and how that's working and some of the things you've done with Clarion Solutions? Well, I'd heard rumors at the ICC. Uh, I keep my ears up for that kind of news but interestingly enough i didn't know exactly what was happening and when it was going to be announced but uh you know we kept an eye out uh so as soon as they announced that they were distributors in in the middle east uh then i gave them a call congratulating them and they're like hey we've got a few leads would you like to discuss i'm like why not and then within um I want to say within 48 hours of them being announced as the integrator, we uh, as the distributor, we were already talking on a couple of projects. Um, we've pitched to two of well, we've pitched to one of them. I was actually working on one of the proposals just before the this the recording of this, and then we're working on another one. Hopefully, uh, that'll be out later in the week. So we've already started working with Clarion Solutions. Um, it was. I I seen that that was going to be the next big step for IA in the Middle East and North Africa region, uh, and it's already you know it's already happening. So we're looking forward to uh, to a few projects in that market very soon. We absolutely are excited about it too. I mean, we've been I mean, it's been in the works for a while, but to get a, a good solid distributor like Clarion Solutions to anchor that Middle East and North African area has been. It's, I mean, we simply haven't had the the coverage there that we're now going to be able to get um, with someone located there. So we're excited about it, too. So you're a business person. Um, there are a lot of probably people listening in may also be integrators. Uh, share anything you want to share about some of the challenges that you may have faced in starting and getting your business, if you will, up and off the ground. Like any business, as a as an entrepreneur, as a business owner, the most difficult thing uh, is to say no to a client. Um, I've had to say that um, a few times, and 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 that is always going to be a challenge. Uh, I 
try and make sure that I'm saying no for the right reasons. Um, there are instances where you may might not be the right uh, uh, might not be the right partner, or maybe the client is just not ready. Um, and that is uh, that is um, those lessons have to be learned early in business, where you cannot go after every opportunity; those will drain you. So you have to identify which opportunity is the best uh, and that suits you and is best for the client. So that uh, is a challenge every time. You have to be careful with your time as a, as a, as a, in, the, in your sales process and in your engineering effort that you are, the, you are offering the client uh, the best possible solution. And more importantly, he's ready for that kind of solution too. So I know we talked a little bit about you in the business, as a business person in inductive automation and ignition. Let's broaden the scope a little bit. You're also a student of the industry um, and, uh, and keep yourself fairly well informed on trends and stuff. So from your perspective, what are some of the, the biggest opportunities in the industrial automation industry? Uh, those may be opportunities that you see related to you, the region in which you do most of your work, or they may just be broad opportunities that you see industrial automation overall. Because of Ignition's, uh, the introduction of Ignition at an early stage in my career, um, and then the years of experience I was able to get with Ignition, I was able to travel a lot. For me personally, uh, having the amount of friends that I've been able to make in the Ignition community and the amount of travel I've been able to do because of Ignition and uh, has been amazing. I've been able to visit countries like Australia, Singapore, Indonesia, uh, the U.S. I visit almost twice a year to to meet with our clients, uh, to meet with our partners there, um, and obviously to attend ICC. Um, that's been one of the biggest uh, achievements. I've been able to set up my own company, grow it. Uh, I've set up two companies in Pakistan, and then I've set up recently a, another company in the U.S. Uh, known as Canary America LLC. So uh, that's uh, I think all of these would not have happened had uh, um, I'd not bumped into Ignition or got introduced to Ignition as part of my master's degree. Uh, so when you think about um, the newer technologies that are coming to bear across the industry, you know, in the in digital transformation, cloud infrastructure, technology supporting IIoT, uh, I know obviously in working um, with Ignition, you're also very familiar with all the work that we've done with CirrusLink solutions in the uh, MQTT space. Um, but what are your thoughts regarding newer technologies and how those play into the integration business? I would say 50%, maybe even more than 50% of our current projects have some element of the cloud. And we do have people who uh, are trained on the cloud and have a certain level of expertise on the cloud. The clouds definitely happen. The integration on the second level, where they're taking data that's stored on the cloud for artificial intelligence or further to other Processes that is happening only for bigger companies at the moment. So big, you know, Fortune 500 companies are doing that at the moment. Um, the middle tier companies aren't. They're dabbling with it, but they haven't gone to that stage yet because they're still getting their their cloud infrastructure set up properly. So yes, it's definitely happening. The big guys have already done it or are doing it. the The middle tier is is getting. You know, they're still in the process of moving everything to the cloud. So it is happening. Um, it's already started. Um, 
but it depends on which kind of uh, level you're at as a company. Uh, and what's sure. and it also depends on the people you have in your IT department. I mean, it does significantly vary on on uh, where the leadership uh, stands, um, the senior leadership of the company, and what vision they have. When when you look at your company, I mean, you are the uh, captain of your ship there, so you're the one who's driving it forward. As you look forward to it, um, what things do you see as the most important in your future? or the things that you're focused on for your growth, or just anything as you as you have your strategy going forward. Yes, you're doing projects, you're expanding your skill set. Um, are, are there any particular business strategies or viewpoints that really are your guiding light, if you will, into the future right now? Well, for me, the guiding light has, has uh, been and continues to be the youth of Pakistan. Pakistan is a very young country, if you if you look at it, and there's a lot of uh, graduates coming out from university. Just in the city alone that I'm from, there's over 500 computer science and engineering graduates that graduate every every six months. So every wow. graduation cycle. So there's about a thousand engineers and software and software programmers or soft, uh, computer science engineers graduating every every six months or every year. Um, and that's a huge pool of talent that obviously in, in this has to get employment. So for me, the driving force has always been to get more and more people uh, into the company, more and more people being gainfully employed. Um, and Ignition has been uh, one of the tools that's allowed me to do that. We've, we've dabbled into other things also, other services also. Uh, but for me, that has been the driving force, you know, getting people gainfully employed, uh, the youth of Pakistan working on some amazing technology and getting them introduced to amazing technology and having them grow in that. So that's been the driving force, um, and that continues to be the driving force, which uh, um, which which makes me you know stay up at one a.m. and 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 keep doing these things. You know, we've seen a to to your point there, Rafi. We've seen a tremendous uptick in. Uh, the, the uptake, if you will, on our university engagement program. Uh, I know you're in communication, I think, with David Grusenmeyer, our, our manager over the educational programs, uh, because it's our thought that if we can get ignition into universities, uh, more of those thousand graduates coming out a year that you're talking about are going out into the workforce, more prepared to be productive more rapidly if they have ignition under their belt along with their engineering skills. So. We consider yes. it as a, a critical tool in the toolbox, if you will, should be on their tool belt. Um, and we're doing a lot to obviously try and make that happen. So <clears throat> hopefully those uh, university graduates in the future will know more ignition as they graduate also. Um, well, listen, I appreciate you staying up late, talking to us for a half hour here. I wanna kinda and maybe end off with just an open-ended question and give you a chance to just say anything else you want to say or want to add to the uh, to the listeners to this podcast. Obviously, we're an equal opportunity employer, and Canary Engineering just became uh, a women-majority company this past month, um, which is something I'm really proud of. Um, uh, that is uh, something that sometimes gets overlooked. Uh, for me, that is an uh, that is a, a that's a very big achievement in in uh, in our part of the world, and then we continue to support our uh, engineers. Uh, so that was one thing I wanted to bring up, and then I'd like to thank all the people that have been. I mean, this picture 
I mean, it has a collage of, of all the, um, a lot of conferences at ICC over the past 10 years that I've been able to attend. So I'd like to thank all the friends that I've made over the past 10 years at ICC. I was looking forward to seeing all of them again this September. Um, a huge uh, thank you to, uh, to all the people who've trained me at inductive automation over the years. And, uh, and a, a special thanks to all the distributors when I've, I've been, you know, able to discuss things with at ICC at lunch meetings and stuff. So that was the only thing I'd like to add. Well, I want to reverse that and thank you. It, um, it's amazing to think how fast 10 years goes by, Rafi, but uh, having met you, yes. I think it's about 10 years ago now when you and I first met. Yes. Um, yes. The, you know, the evolution of your business and where you've been going and the, the progress you've made and the work you're doing there in Pakistan. I mean, we, uh, I just say from us at Inductive Automation, some of whom I think are in those pictures behind you, um, we really appreciate the work that you're doing. Honestly, you're like, uh, you may not have been called this before, I mean it as a compliment, you're like a poster child for how we want Ignition to get out into the world, is somebody who Thank has you. the passion, they get the skill, and they go out and build the relationships and share their knowledge with their customers to improve their operations. I mean, you're really an anchor there in Pakistan and the region. And so I really just want to take this time before I let you go to bed and get some sleep tonight um, to really uh, say thank you for everything you have done. And, and uh, you know, in the world I live in, uh, we always say, what have you done for me lately? As a joke, so it's uh, uh, it's uh, all of you done. I've just bought two licenses recently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And how about the future? Let's let's move some more licenses. I just bought your license yesterday. <laughs> oh, good, good, good. Well, then you're right on the game. I'm helping sell more. But I just wanted to add, sorry, but you mentioned Pakistan. We have also started as part of our 10-year uh, plan. We also uh, established a company in the U.S. So we have um, Canaria America LLC uh, uh, set up in the U.S. as well. Just this past, uh, again, uh, as part of our this, this year's plan is to kind of get that rolling as well. So uh, we'll have a presence uh, in the U.S. Uh, well, we already have a presence in the U.S. Uh, That's great. That is great. Thank you so much again. Much appreciated, Rafi. Thanks for your time. Good night. Hey, listeners. This is a quick reminder to subscribe to our podcast if you're enjoying the conversations. Also, if you have a topic or a question you'd like us to cover, or if you're interested in being a guest on a future episode, then please send your inquiries to podcast at inductiveautomation.com.